Welcome back to the Titanic Museum Attraction Podcast. As always, I am Officer Emily, and this week we intend to spotlight one of our most popular and requested Titanic passenger stories. Frankie Goldsmith was only nine years old when he boarded the Titanic, ironically the same age as my son. So I can fully imagine Frankie's excitement. I am often reminded of that same excitement and enthusiasm when I look at my little boy. I'm sure many other mothers out there can relate to this story. So, it is our honor to share with you the Titanic story of third-class passenger, Frankie Goldsmith. Hi, I'm Frankie Goldsmith. I turned nine last year on the 19th of December. My parents gave me a book about dragons. It was the best birthday ever. I used to like that my birthday was right before Christmas. The holiday feeling would go on and on and never stop. Then, last year, just after my birthday, my baby brother Birdie died. Now no one is looking forward to my Christmas birthday. And it's really not fair, since I didn't give Bertie the diphtheria. It just happened. Dad said we need a fresh start, so we're moving to a city called Detroit in America. Dad packed his tools into a wooden crate, along with Mom's fancy Singer sewing machine. I wondered what America would be like. Will there be other boys there? What about our new house? Do I get to go to school? Maybe I'll get to meet other boys on Titanic. Once we got on board, I was so excited I nearly jumped out of my knee pants. Mom kept a hand on my shoulder like she always does when she's nervous. She does that. Makes a big deal out of protecting me when she really wants protecting herself. Then Daddy lifted me up onto his shoulders and the whole crowd cheered as Titanic started to move. I had so much fun running around the ship and seeing what it looked like and playing with the other boys, too. I remember this one time when one of the other boys dared me to climb up on the big cargo crane. So I climbed up on the crane and I got out on the crane, but I didn't realize that crane had a cable on it which had lots of black grease. And so I swung and I swung and I went end over end. I got down. My hands were covered with black, oily grease. My mom got really mad. It took her so long to wash the grease off my hands, we almost missed our dinner. But it was fun. <laughs> For the first four days, we, I had so much fun on Titanic with my family and I. But four days out, that's when everything changed. One night, I woke up and my mom was getting me dressed while I was still asleep. She said that we were going to go for a boat ride. I thought, why were we going for a boat ride in the middle of the night? But I was always up for something fun. Then my dad and my mom and I and Mr. Theobald and Mr. Rush, we all went up to the boat deck to see if we could get a lifeboat. We went up the stairs and through the halls until we came to a gate. And the man who was standing at the gate would only let the women and children go through the gate. So my dad gave my mom a big kiss goodbye. Ew. 
Then he gave me a big hug, and he said, So long, Frankie. I'll see you later. And Mr. Theobald took off his wedding ring and gave it to my mom and said, If I don't make it, please make sure my wife gets this back home in Ireland. And my mom promised that she would give it to her. So when my mom and I went up to the rest of the way and we got in a lifeboat and rowed away. Mom tried to protect me when Titanic was about to sink. She held one of my ears against her chest and covered my other ear with her hand. Then with her free hand, she covered my eyes. I couldn't see what was going on and I couldn't hear the sounds very good, but I was able to hear the whole thing from inside her chest. It was so late past my bedtime when Titanic sank that I just went back to sleep, even though it was really cold. When I woke up, the sun was up and we were surrounded by icebergs like frozen floating mountains. All of a sudden, I heard the cheers. Another steamer ship was near. Likely, my father had arranged it. Then everybody started rowing like crazy, and my mom even took off her straw hat and set her straw hat on fire and lifted it up on the end of an oar. How silly! She set her hat on fire! Then, once we got to the rescue ship, the Carpathia, Dad didn't show up before we had to go away. Mom said he would likely meet us in New York. After all, the last thing my dad ever said to me was, So long, Frankie. I'll see you later. So I just assumed that he would see me later. So my mom and I got to New York on the Carpathia. Dad still didn't show up. So my mom and I went to Detroit all by ourselves. I never saw my dad ever again. But later in life, I grew up in Detroit with my mom and my aunts and my uncles. I drove a milk cart for a living. I took pictures for a living in the army during World War II. I got married and I had three sons of my own, Jim, Charlie, and Frank Jr. And I had 11 grandchildren and three great-grandchildren. I lived until I was 79 years old, and when I passed away, they scattered my ashes over Titanic's wreck site so I could be with my dad again. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. I'm first class maid Lauren, and it was my honor to portray Frankie Goldsmith. On occasion, I would go to different schools and inspire children with Frankie's story, and it's always such a privilege to be able to tell Frankie's story and especially to connect with the kids. You may be surprised when you learn that our very talented crew member, Lauren, performs this story many times a year, and the reaction is always shock when she reveals her true identity a female crew member. Here at the Titanic Museums, we have had the privilege of welcoming Frank Goldsmith's son, Frank Jr., several times. We all look forward to his visits. We work hard to make sure the Goldsmith family can be a proud friend 
of our museums. Young Frankie was only one of the 133 children on board Titanic. And of that 133, only 67 would arrive safely in New York. That means half of the children that boarded Titanic were lost to us the night of the sinking. The loss of even one of mankind's most pure and innocent souls is always a tragedy, and the loss on Titanic is likely one of the most devastating tragedies we have record of. At the Titanic Museums, we dedicate an entire gallery to those children on board Titanic. We serve as a memorial to preserve their memory. Memory is a tricky thing. Memories can hold pain, grief, and sadness. But they can also bring us joy, peace, and happiness. We view memories as a lasting gift from those who are no longer with us. And there is no better way to honor the past than to preserve their memories and share them with others.